Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. The driver's seat. It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. Got three in a row. Go for one more. Go for it. That's right. The number four is what the driver's seat is <laughs> brought to you, is brought to you by today, and we do it. Thanks to say that in Elmo's voice, aren't you? <laughs> say <laughs> brought to you by the, the the number four. Well, part of me was thinking, you know, like one race in Darwin, ah, 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 but but that we should have got Marcus Ambrose on number four. <laughs> But I thought that would just push out the intro way too long. But yes, you are listening to The Driver's Seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia and Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi Supercar races this weekend because we have got an absolute smorgasbord of racing coming up in the next month or so, lads. We do. Four in a row. How good. Going to do the uh, the doubleheader at Darwin, Stevie J. Then we're going to flick across the top of Australia, and we're going to go and do another two in Townsville. So it's a double doubleheader. It's a double doubleheader. Yeah. And I may be breaking it now. There is no embargoes. It's not been announced. It oh. hasn't been hasn't been sent out by supercars to anyone saying don't do it. And I could be very well wrong. Mm-hmm. But a little booty, a little bird, tells me a double header at Queensland Raceway sometime in September. Yeah, right. As really? Well. Yep. Yeah, yep. They're going to make the upgrades to the circuit that they need to because we can't go to Perth mm-hmm. at the moment because the borders are closed. We can't go down south because New South Wales is close to Queensland. Mm-hmm. Certainly no one's going to go to Victoria, unfortunately. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think uh, the Sandown, um, Sandown event's going to be happening. No. So I I just get the feeling that there'll be a double header at QR sometime in September, yep. then send the crews home. As see in their what, families. To Melbourne. Yep. See their families, uh, and then send them back up to Bathurst, quarantine for a couple of weeks, and go racing. That's mm. a big call, that one. Big call here on the driver's seat. Holy. He's dusted off the crystal balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we head up to QR, let's have a quick look see at the double double header, and we'll do it thanks to our mates at Midi's Electrical offering you more. And you can cheer on the Mobile One Midi Supercar at the Darwin Triple Crown. Do you think it was a mistake to have this, the core staff Darwin Super Sprint on the Saturday rather than try to do it midweek? Look, it's a really hard one because that when not, having a dig, only... not having a dig at supercars here because yeah, they've done yeah. a fantastic job to get yes. everything up and running. But yes. uh, it's a very crowded day on the calendar there. It is a crowded day. I think they're having the, the same day as the AFLs up there that night uh, and also the, the state election. So, yes, busy calendar, but think of the logistics, Nimsy, of how we're going to do a midweek race and who's going to watch it uh, from a broadcast point of view. If you're going to do it, you probably have to do a night race yep. to try and get some kind of audience on mm. Foxtel KO10, which means you've got to bring in to the lights. That would be, be a cool tested. place to It'd have a It would be a ripper place to have a, a night, night race. race because it's actually quite cool there at night. But, but um, I just think... 
think the logistics of trying to make something like that happen, particularly when we're in a an environment right now where the borders are locked down, you know, you, we've all seen how you've got how many temporary lights you've got to put out there. Uh, and I just don't think with a TV test and this, that, and the other thing, it was able to be put forward. So, you know what? Go and vote. Go to the uh, Hidden Valley, watch the supercars, or stay at home and watch it on TV, mm-hmm. and then fire out and watch the footy. I reckon it's a great Saturday. Get your sausage at the... There's your triple at, crown. Yeah, at the, at the electoral <laughs> I office. You, I don't know if you call one of the three like a crown <laughs> going to the election. But, uh, Depends you know. what well, side you, you, you are. You'll get a snag if you go to the election at least. That's right. So, you know, if you can't make it to Bunnings, <laughs> do go do Bunnings, your voting, yeah, go and get your snagger, and then fire at home. Go and watch the supers. Fire your snag home. Yeah, fire your snag home. And then, uh, and then go and go to the footy at night time. It's, um, it's, it's a pretty remarkable sort of setup that they got happening. But uh, I'll tell you what, you do have to ad- admire like just how they managed to consolidate the block because that's like when we talked to Frosty on the show. He said, if we're going to be somewhere, can we just race? So he's all yeah. of his Christmases have come at once. I, and you know what? I think supercars are doing that. They've realised that big breaks, big long breaks between rounds, it's too volatile to do that. You know, this big break between Sydney Motorsport Park 2 and Darwin 1, it's too long of a break. So you've got to get them in, you've got to get them racing, you've got to get them there, you've got to get them out and get them to the next circus. And so I, I hope that we continue to do that. And as I say, you know, there might be that... that a week or two's break before QR if that comes to fruition Mm -hmm. but uh, uh, and then who knows after that because by that time we're at the end of September uh, and then Bathurst and And there's talk Nimsy that will actually stop the championship after Bathurst. Yeah, well, uh, up six. So we'll discuss that a little bit later on in the podium. But uh, one thing I did want to bring up while we're talking about the double-double header that's going to be happening in our Festival of Motorsport here. Sounds like a hamburger. The McDonald's <laughs> double-double header. <laughs> the supercars double-double. The supercars double-double. They, they, they could. They could do. Um, uh, that's very good, Stevie J. The supercars double-double. Hey, mate, when it comes to food, <laughs> I've got all the answers. <laughs> I was just about to say, if Sean Seaman needs any catering uh, oh. advice, mm-hmm. get on the Phone, I can tell you that right hey, now. Hey, mind you, I am on day ten of my ten-day lemon detox diet, fellas. So mm. you can't give me too much of a hard. Is time. that lemon I smell, or is that Glen Twenty? It's, oh, it's no, it's Glen Twenty. I'm just sanitising where probably, we're sitting. It's probably the first time that you've had that many lemons without some gin attached to it, too. <laughs> so, well, to be fair, I'm Ding thinking, why friends. couldn't I have the gin? Because surely it's not bad for you. you can detox no, on vodka, gin. Vodka's got no calories. Does gin have calories? I don't know. It's a depressant. I know that much. I'd, I'd yeah, strongly yeah, need it then because I'm too gin, happy. Gin's a depressant. <laughs> well, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll uh, we'll get someone on uh, on our uh, Facebook page to chime in with that one. But uh, before we quickly wrap up this, uh, I did want to mention the support categories that will be at both Townsville events. And it's good to also see the guys from NTI jumping on board and backing the Townsville Super Sprint. But check this out, guys. So you've got uh, the North Queensland Super Sprinters category. That's made up of a bunch of locals up there. Got the Hyundai Excel Series, which will also be joining the billing of the two events and this brand new one the Townsville Tin Tops it's a combined sedans category featuring a mix of Porsche Carrera Cup cars GTs sports sedans Mark cars Super 3 and V8 touring cars it's like a melting pot of everything and Trans Am cars and oh get out yeah there's gonna (laughs) I have spent are you going up Matty oh look if I could yes Mm. Absolutely. But my cars are in New South Wales. And so are my team members and my crew and the other driver of the Kubota Trans Am, car six. So 
I'm ready to go. Send me the car and I'll go. Uh, we've we've been on the phone all day today trying to clarify with the Queensland government as to whether we can get the cars up there. If that comes to fruition, then yes, we will go up there and there'll be four of us that'll go from New South Wales. Very nice. But there are a couple of other cars that are going up. Certainly Sean Richardson's going up. Nathan Hearn is going up. And if you remember Nathan Hearn, he's in that he's in the uh, uh, he's in a Gulf Dodge Western Challenger, Oil. the Gulf Western Oil thing. Uh, his best time in Adelaide was three seconds slower than Jamie Wincup's best time. So these things go, and if he's on it, he could be well up the front <laughs> in a Trans Am car. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It just depends whether our Premier and, and our state can get things going. And Everyone can shake the hands borders and open nice and, and we could all, yeah, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Shake so hands or bump elbows or bump something. Bump elbows, whatever. yeah. Give me a high five, your distance high five, like you and I did today. Oh, air high five. In. Oh, an air five? Air yeah. five. <laughs> an air five. Yeah. Mm. Just as a side note, though, like when you do have how – is this, how is this actually going to be graded? Are they going to be – Categories like Group A and how do you actually win the Townsville Tin Tops? Survive. (laughs) (laughs) you got to say, though, that's real. Like, it's great to sort of see because, like, while we did love the rounds at SMP and they were great, yes, it was good to see Super 2 and Super 3 in there, but you need a bit more in the day, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like remember when Geordie Cox, who who you know quite well, he um he they raced the it was improved production at yes uh, Adelaide, Adelaide. Yep. and that's a massive mix of different style cars there V eights, four cylinders, front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, all that sort of thing, and and yep. it was actually it mixed it up quite a lot. Yes, there were some really fast cars, there were some really slow cars, but yeah. it was cool. And some of the fast cars that didn't finish the day before had to come through all the slow cars the next day, which made it interesting. And I think that's what you're going to get when you get up to Townsville with this mix of Porsche Carrera Cup cars and sports sedans and Mark cars and you know Vectra and cars, possibly even some Super Two cars. Yeah. So Brad, I know that Brad Jones is looking at trying to get a car up here, uh, a car or two. So it's going to be eclectic. Let me tell you, uh, I don't know which is going to be faster around there because, of course, it's half street, half uh, a, a, a like permanent a circuit. type circuit. Yep. So you know the Porsches will be quick in spots and the supercars will be quicker in spots, and then you know a Trans Am car. Uh, might be uh, quicker in spots, different spots again. So it's going to be it's actually going to be really interesting to watch. But look, uh, I don't think I'm going to get there, but we'll see how we go. But again, the rumor is get those crystal balls Here in, Mimsy. You dust Christ. them off. What have you been doing actually, all day? Have you just been like well, going through bins and bloody making between buying houses? <laughs> I've been yeah, I'm polishing just, his balls. I have been polishing and dusting off the crystals, the crystal uh, balls, which are normally yeah. very accurate. And we'll find out about that uh, in our interview a little bit later on. But go Indeed. on. Indeed, hmm. the tin top combined tin top category also may be on at Queensland Raceway. Jeez, now, if that happens in September, well, they're going to have to change the I name. I will be there, <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I will be there. You, I mean, are you sending, because Jet drives Excels, yep. are you sending Jet to any of them? No, he's not. I mean, it's, Townsville for us is now, because we'd already planned to do, he's doing a race at the end of August. Right. Uh, and then that's the weekend after that. And, Too you hard. know, obviously school as well. And, you know, they, yeah. they've missed out on enough school as it is um, and homeschooled enough. So, I, you know, for the sake of just to go up and do that glamour race, I'm not going to do that. I'd rather, you know, take him up on a weekend and go and do two extra test days or something. Yep. Just for the moment Fair because enough. it's been such a broken year. Yeah. Um, but if it was a full calendar of us travelling to South Australia and Melbourne and New South Wales and up here, and which is what we were going to do this year with him, yep. um, for sure. But having said that, if it was a normal year, we wouldn't have been doing that. True. 
hundred percent. It's a, yeah, you're right. It's if this was like to, if the circumstance of 2019 were in, happening right now, where you, everything was normal and something you could consider, but right now, whew, just the mere fact we could watch a different bunch of cars go around uh, Townsville is mm. actually quite nice. But uh, look, that was our double-double uh, header, triple crown preview, thanks to Midi's Electrical. Watch the Mobile One Midi's racing team in the V8 Supercar Series. Fair bit to unpack this week, more milestones to celebrate in the podium, plus some big news that'll really impact the triple crown this weekend. That's our Bendix Brakes big moment coming up. But on the other side of this, we chat to Supercar's only full-time driver from the NT, Walkinshaw Andretti United's 22-year-old young gun Bryce Fullwood joins us next. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together we're building Australia and Midi's Electrical. The Mobile One Midi Supercar races this weekend. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Building Australia. Great to have you company on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together we are building Australia. And Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi Supercar, races this weekend. It's going to be piloted by this bloke. Barrett gets beaten down towards the first corner convincingly from Bryce Forward. Here to revive his young career. Big moment for the young man from Darwin. It's taken him five years of trying. He goes back to like Matt White Motorsport. Bryce Forward is going to round the last corner here at Adelaide for the third race of Dunlop Super 2 and hit to the chicken flag. Two race wins, his first for his career. From the Northern Territory, continuing the run of skill and season 2019, a perfect weekend for points that Bryce Forward is marching on. Guess who? Bryce Forward. He is a winner at Queensland Raceway and extends that championship lead. Forward in 2019, and he pencils his name now as a Dunlop Super 2 champion. Just 21 years of age, the world at his feet. Tell you what, when you want to talk about stellar seasons, guys, uh, the 2019 Super 2 Championship, you want to talk about the next generation of supercar drivers. That was one hell of a field, wasn't it? That was it was it was a cracking year, wasn't it? I mean, and especially like you could just see after that after that uh, intro for Bryce, which obviously we've we've got on on the show this week. But um, mind you, there's probably no more time to talk to him after that long <laughs> intro. But he, he shouldn't have won so much last year. Well, that's but it. Uh, it was just it's so good, you know. Like it's really so good, and just to see these guys then get the opportunity in in the main game, you know. Obviously, other guys like Will Brown, who will be there next year. There's just you know, it's just been really it's cool. Working. It? It's working. Well, we've uh, spent a lot of time talking about his Super 2 career, but he is actually uh, one of the Super 2 superstars, sorry, superstars actually, uh, at the Walkinshaw Andretti United team in the number two Commodore. Please welcome, for the first time to the driver's seat, the one and only Bryce Forward. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Mate, we're really well because we're we're up here in Queensland, even though this, this goes to air in Victoria and South Australia and all that sort of places. We're nice and safe and warm here in Queensland, which is our home, and you're in the Northern Territory, nice and safe and warm. In your home, how does it feel to be really one of only two supercar drivers or two Territorians to really make a crack at supercars and be at home on your uh, on your home ground, so to speak? Yeah, look, obviously it's an awesome opportunity for me and 
something that I've dreamt of for a long time since I was a, a pretty young kid, you know. Um, but uh, obviously, even before that, um, you know, it was a little bit touch and go whether we're even going to make it to Darwin or not. You know, there was a lot of, you know, obviously there were some areas I got that got called hot spots and that sort of put a lot of doubt in whether the event was going to go ahead. And, you know, we were really unsure when we were actually leaving. The flight got pushed back three days um, from when it was meant to. And so there was a lot of sort of speculation where, whether we were even going to go. Um, so, you know, but now that I'm here standing on sort of home soil, I'm, uh, yeah, feel really, really excited and, um, yeah, can't wait to, to jump in the car. And are you in a hotel or are you staying with mum and dad? No, mate, back back with mum and dad in my own bed. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> He's, he wants the home-cooked meals. Home-cooked meals, yeah, yeah, yeah. How good. <laughs> so... You reside in Melbourne now, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yep. Okay, so obviously where Walkinshaw and Dreddy United are. Um, you know, like coming up, you've obviously had to make the, the move up towards Queensland um, at a fairly rapid rate to get out of Victoria. So, I mean, for someone that has, is from Darwin, uh, living in Melbourne, give us a bit of a rundown on what happened after uh, or just before, obviously, uh, SMP2 and what you had to do and where you stayed. And, you know, obviously you moved north up to Queensland, I'm assuming, uh, and then went on to Darwin from there. So because obviously that's uh, something that... It's a fair bit you know, to unpack. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, look, um, and, and I mean, for me, living in Melbourne, you know, I'm I'm living in Melbourne because I'm there to go racing and, you know, it's, it's what I have to do. And I, you know, basically said to my team that I'll I'll take your kids to school, I'll sweep the floors and clean the benches, I'll do whatever you want me to do, but I want to drive your race car. And they said, you've got to come to Melbourne. And I said, yep, no worries, I'll, I'll be there. So for me, I'm not that attached to Melbourne in that respect. So, you know, they, uh, you know, obviously I got a phone call uh, at 10 o'clock um, on the Monday, I can't. It's been a lot of Mondays since then, but um, you know, basically said that the borders were going to shut uh, by 12 o'clock that night, and so the team opted to fly me directly to Sydney just so that they made sure they got me out and across the border. Um, but it was a very big ask of the team to have the cars packed up, the trucks packed, everyone go home, kiss their families goodbye, pack their clothes, and not really know when they're actually going to return home and, and drive to Aubrey and get across the border um, all in one day. So it was a very, very big ask of the crew and the team. Um, and then basically we're at the Alpha Hotel, which is opposite Eastern Creek, the racetrack, um, and we're basically there for two weeks, and it was full quarantine. So they had us basically at, in, a, in a hub as, as such where we were allowed to go from the hotel to the circuit, and that was it. So, um, yeah, it was, was pretty tough going for a fair while there. And then um, from there up to Queensland and then Queensland up to Darwin now. And did you stay at Chazzy Mozzie's place? Chaz Moss, that's when you came up here to Queensland or were you in a hotel? No, I was in a hotel actually and um, we we had planned to go over and hang out at Chaz's a fair bit but um, he actually had a ski trip planned that he had to cancel and his girlfriend went that was in New South Wales. So when she came back, the team kind of wanted to keep us all apart just in case, ah, you know, I'm yeah, seen course, yeah. reason she got COVID and then all of a sudden we have no drivers and no race team to go, to go racing. So, mate, talk about your first year now in supercars. You're at WAU, Welcome to Andretti United. Like, it's a pretty powerhouse kind of team. You're running Mark Scaife's number two, which has got massive history behind it. Are you feeling the pressure a little bit, or, or is it all been pretty smooth from here and they're not putting pressure on you? Um, look, I must admit, you know, we, we got a deal done quite late, um, you know, only probably three weeks before Adelaide, and it, and it was something that we'd been working on for a really long time. But, um, you know, I just couldn't really 
sleep at night knowing that it wasn't sort of done. So it meant that the three weeks leading up to Adelaide were super busy for me and just, you know, I just couldn't prepare for Adelaide like I would like to. And um, for me, you know, Adelaide was a terrible event and I just felt like I... I come out of that weekend feeling like that's probably my worst performance I'd had in an extremely long time. Mm. Um, and then the frustrating part was, you know, we obviously tried to do GP. And in the meantime, I had sort of got my life sorted, got back into training, managed to find a place to live and all those things in the meantime and got to GP. And obviously the event got cancelled. And then that's when we had quite a long time before Sydney won. So it was sort of this whole long period of, of me sort of knowing I can do a lot better than what I did at Adelaide but you know I still had to prove that to the team um, which you know took a long time and it was I guess it was on my shoulder for a long time but um, you know to, to get a good result at Sydney um, you know really paid you know I guess was a weight off my shoulders and to show the team what I can do I suppose. Well mate I've got to be honest with you um, we two years ago talked on this show about who was going to win Super 2. Now, as I stand here, Mount McKeldon, I have rated your talent, <laughs> even though at times I was howled down by my colleagues. <laughs> I rated your talent. And, Nimsy, if you could just reach behind you there, grab yep. the crystal balls. Yep. Uh, let's just go back and play the audio from two years ago, me extolling the virtues yeah, okay. of young Bryce Fullwood. Okay. I'll say Paul Dumbrell okay. if, if he's there. All right. Uh, I reckon Bryce Forward. I reckon young Bryce, yep. who's who as is leaving Matt White Racing in the Nissan, and he's popping across to Matt Stone Racing. But I reckon Bryce might have a good crack. Oh, you got your hand I've up. I've got my hand up. What, what now, would you like? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. He went that across to Matt Stone Racing. That was 2018. Yeah, because he went to Matt Stone Racing. So it's a year too early. So got... you went too early as standard. Well, that's true. But but. Got a piece of crap buggy. But anyway, mate, you did a fantastic job in Super 2, won the championship, got your start now in the main game. And all the great drivers that we've seen over the years, the Dick Johnsons with Shell, Peter Brock with Mobile, Matt McKeldon with Kubota, uh, you be, you're, become, uh, you're becoming synonymous with one sponsor, which is Middies, your sponsor. And they've been with you... For Ten ages. years, I think. Ten well, years, well I think we were speaking to Nick Collins la- last week, actually, yeah. um, the GM of Sales and Operations at Middies, and uh, he had nothing but. We had a great conversation with yeah. uh, with Nick about Bryce and a bit of the backstory, didn't we? Where where he started at go karts, yeah. And it was very cool to, to hear that, Bryce. From that's got to be Nick. good having a good sponsor in your back pocket like that, who's been with you for a long time. Yeah, look, absolutely. You know, I, I can't say enough about, you know, the Middendorf family and, and Nick Collins and, and everyone involved there at Middies. I mean, you know, they sponsored me from 2010 in go-karts, you know, and um, wow. at, in 2010, I didn't even know if I wanted to be a race car driver, you know. And, um, you know, as, as, you know, you all have all seen, you know, my career has definitely been up and down. 2018 was a really tough season for me and, you know, a lot of people, I suppose, could can overlook you quite easily um, if if they're not full well in the know of what's actually going on. And so I'm very, very fortunate that you know Middies have supported me, um, you know, so much. And you know, I just 
full stop wouldn't be here without them. It's as plain and simple as that. So I'm extremely lucky. Um, so I'm thinking that uh, this weekend uh, or on the weekend is going to be pretty exciting for you to obviously... I know you've raced up there, Bryce. You've been up there and even over the supercar weekends in the past, you've been up there racing in support categories. Um, but the weekends, two weekends in a row racing up there is going to be very, very cool. So we all wish you the best of luck for that. But before we let you go, I, I've got a question that I've just wanted to ask for quite a while now. I just haven't been able to catch up with Bryce. So I just want to ask about Bathurst 2019 and I just want to ask about um, Uh how fast you were on the last lap setting the the fastest lap of the race. And I just want to know for everybody out there he he was leading and he won the race but then he didn't win because he set the fastest lap on the last race there was a yellow flag into the chase uh, with a car off in the sand and you can't set your fast sector in a yellow zone. So Bryce got demoted to second after the race. I, all I want to know is, did you know there was a yellow down there, but you said, I'm going to do the fast lap anyway? Nah, I didn't. <laughs> but, but I knew I was on a good lap. <laughs> I love it. I would have yeah. done that. Like, I'm going to win the championship with the show anyway, so let's just get the fastest yeah, lap anyway. You know you're in the purples. You don't back off, do you? <laughs> Bryce saw that flag and he thought it was purple. That's what the issue yeah, was. No, he thought it was, he I was, thought busy it was looking a at fan Madash, flag. I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. So well, next week, we, next week when we get Matty White on, we'll say to him, I can't believe you didn't tell Bryce that there was no yellow flag yeah. down there and just wind him up a bit more. <laughs> the hardest thing, right, is you do 41 laps around there. And for me, I was lucky enough to, to lead from start to finish. And, you know, I got myself in a groove. You know, we had to save fuel quite a lot. And luckily, we had enough speed that I could still save fuel and still pull away. But, you know, after the safety car, I sort of asked my engineer, have I got enough fuel to, to turn it up? And he goes, yep, you're good to, good to home now. So I just drove flat stick as hard as I could, um, you know. And so when you do 20 laps, absolutely flat stick, you just sort of, you know, you're like tunnel vision, I suppose, which is rhythm, probably yeah. not that good when you're a race car driver. But um, when you're doing 300 kilometers an hour, a yellow flag is also not that easy to see. But uh, the camera saw it. I just... Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just before we go, Bryce, I know I should have done my research here, but uh, obviously before your, your main game career, you were a co-driver in 2018 for Todd Hazelwood and in 2019 for Andre Heimgardner. Now, Luffy's with Chaz, or is he with you uh, for the Enduro uh, this year? He's with Chaz. Yep. Chaz. Uh, yeah, I've got Kurt Kostecki with me. And he's good. Kurt's good. Kurt will be good. Yeah, Kurt's, Kurt's a, uh, developing himself into a very nice co-driver, but just an all-round driver, did some did some time. I think, no, Brody did time in the States, didn't he? So the Kostecki boys, yeah. they're all sort of flying their flags pretty hard at the moment. So that's a good pickup, I reckon. I think the probably the funniest part is I've raced Kurt since I've been probably 12 years old in go-karts. <laughs> I've raced him like every year of my racing career too. So now we're going to race together. <laughs> have, you, have you ever crashed into each other, like in go-karts? Plenty. <laughs> Plenty. That's, oh, that's how stuff. I, that's, that was my introduction to Kurt. He wiped, he wiped me out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't wipe out the middies car at Bathurst. Yeah, fingers crossed. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. One last one before I let you go, though, uh, Bryce. So, obviously, your teammates were Chaz Mostert. Chaz Mostert, great friend of the show here, and uh, he's also got, how do I put it, um, a checkered history with teammates. Cam Waters would have some interesting stuff to say. When you first both got on the grid together, did you have to say to him, like, okay, now remember... Please don't hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, funny you bring that up. Before, probably two or three months before we really 
got serious at talking, um, you know, with the team. Obviously, there was a few drivers that, you know, the team were talking to. Chaz actually invited me over for dinner and said, look, I know you're in the running for the seat, at, you know, um, as my teammate. And he just said, I want to just lay a few things down before we sort of <laughs> get too into it. And, you know, basically said, I know I've had a pretty, uh, you know, probably pretty well publicised issues I suppose you might say with my, with my teammates and uh, he sort of laid, laid the law a little bit and to be honest um, you know at Sydney with the different tyre strategies we actually did cross paths quite a few times and you know we were both really good which was um, which was really good you know he had, he had to roll out a couple of times for me and, and vice versa which is best for the team but um, hopefully uh, that we can keep that going um, Hopefully, hopefully, if I start beating him, he doesn't uh, he doesn't stop doing that for me. <laughs> well, so far, so good. But uh, hey, Bryce, you've been uh, an absolute champion of giving so much of your time. Go well this weekend and next weekend. It's going to be an absolute thrill for you to have. Uh, and the weekend after. And, and the, week- the weekend after. <laughs> of course. <Yeah>. But uh, <laughs> having that hometown support, mate, it must be an absolute thrill for you. And we really do appreciate you taking some time out and chatting us uh, on the driver's seat. No worries. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Absolute superstar, Bryce Fullwood there. You are listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota building Australia and Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi Supercar races this weekend. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Great to chat to Bryce Fullwood there. He's the hometown hero in action this weekend. You are listening to the driver's seat for Kubota, Building Australia and Midi's Electrical. Watch the Mobile One Midi's racing team in the V8 Supercar Series. Right now, it's time to climb the podium. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. Now we're going to look at three talking points from the week that Matt and Steve will dive into. We touched on this briefly in the news at the start of the show, but uh, will we see any racing after Bathurst? Because let's look at the calendar. Let's, those crystal balls out? Yeah, well, let's look at the calendar here, lads. So um, first off, we'll take into account that uh, Premier Mark McGowan from WA has said it's going to be months until I open up the borders unless you lot over in the East can figure out your COVID-19 stuff. Um, Tassie's also locked off. Um, but you look at the sh- scheduled events on the calendar as we speak, or as we go to air, the Penrod All Sandown race on September 19th to 20th, which... I think we can put a line through that. Mm-hmm. Super Cheap Auto Bathurst 1000, October 8th to 11th. Uh, the Perth Tech Perth race on October 31st, November 1st. The Tire Power Tasmania race on November 21st to 22nd. Followed by a third visit to SMP for the Sydney Super Night on December 12th to 13th to wrap up the season. Now, will we get that far? Especially concerning that you're breaking news at the start of the show, Matty. No, it's not breaking news. It's what I think. Okay. That's some backpedalling. I grabbed the crystal balls and I said, I think that's going to happen. I didn't say that was news. Hasn't been released. Hasn't been spoken about nor confirmed. There is no embargoed in place. We're not a particular uh, website that loves to break supercars embargoes. Mm. I'm just saying, I think that's going to happen. Anyway, Bathurst, uh, do I think there should be any racing? No. Nibsy, can mm-hmm. you see that white fence over there, the picket fence? There's one <laughs> leg either side of it no, of McKeldon. No, no. <laughs> no. I reckon, I reckon, yeah, I reckon there will be races. Yeah. Where? Well, Tassie's clear, pretty much. No, it's not. No, no, because, yeah, borders are closed. They're, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, borders are closed. I understand that, but I reckon by... But think about how we're going to finish off the season. Do you finish off in Tassie? 
Or do you finish off at Bathurst? No, well, there's obviously after Tassie, there was SMP again. There was meant to be. Do we go back to SMP third time for a night race? Or do we finish off at Bathurst? But, but remember, get remember the teams too, back to their families. But remember, too, you yeah. also, it's you're contractually uh, obligated. Uh, two bigger words. Don't use big words, Nims. Uh, <laughs> Supercars have promised, that's better, uh, yeah. <laughs> that they will finish the championship in New South Wales. Like that's, there you go. That's, yeah, well, that's Bathurst. So that's either Bathurst or... Bathurst or SMP for a night race. Right. Third trip back, I reckon we'll just close it off at Bathurst on a high. Crown the Bathurst champion. Crown the series champion. Because we can do that now. We've had six races, so mm-hmm. we, can, we can crown a champion. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, obviously by then, there's, yep. there's another... Well, are you calling races as in like round, like as in... No, you only have to have six races. Yeah, so just individual, yeah, just individual races. races. So we're, we're talking three, what's that, 18 more races just <laughs> Do you here want to count in your Queensland. Hang on. <laughs> and then obviously another... So if you've got 19 races, if that, if that includes the, the, I guess, the quad that's coming up... Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> sorry, Mizzy, I'm just laughing. Matt just, did you? Broke, I just <laughs> broke my just microphone. Broke his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got uh, obviously six just races in Darwin, six, six races in Darwin, six races in Townsville, uh, and then you've got possibly six races here at Queensland Raceway, and then you got one at Bathurst. So I mean, that's that's a truckload of races. Mm. Uh, but either way, we do know uh, one thing that we is absolutely certain is that it will finish in New South Wales. Let's go to the second step on the podium. Shane Van Gisbergen clocks up 400 races. We did mention this to him when he joined us on the show and he seemed pretty like, oh yeah, 400, three, who cares? It's a number. Just let me go racing. But uh, uh, pretty decent for SVG and he's still young too, relatively. So Yeah, very. totally. Very young. He could he could easily do another 400 essentially. Um, um, and also Nick Percat, 100 rounds. 100 rounds this week, yep. 100 rounds him. this weekend. So a couple of milestones for the boys. So, yes, congratulations <laughs> go out to Nick Percat, uh, SVG, and, of course, Gary Jacobson. At what point in time in SVG's career does Mark Scaife stop calling him a young Kiwi? Mm. Well, great question because there was the same question with Craig Lowndes. Mm. For the first – I mean, Craig Lowndes was about 39 before people stopped calling him junior. <laughs> you still get called junior. Yeah, but there's Junior Johnson. Yeah. But but yeah, remember they used to call Lounsey Junior. Yep. So I don't know within the team environment they did for mm. a lot, and and I guess the commentators did a little bit. I don't know at what point do you stop getting called your earlier nickname, well, like Junior nickname or whatever. Yeah, and and they can come up with their own things, but really there is a bit of dialogue between the athlete and the commentators too, because if they don't like, like SVG, is SVG that's that's his initials. That's mm. it. He didn't being he didn't like being called the Giz. Uh, they called him the Giz for a while, and he said, "I don't like that. Can you please just really? call me SVG?" Did you mind Junior? Oh, yeah, it was okay. You know, I'd rather just Stevie J or whatever it was, you know. But Junior's okay because I guess because of the, the whole father-son thing, mm. um, better than being called Little Dick, I guess. Big Dick and Little Dick. So, uh, <laughs> He's got a point. So, yeah, so it's funny how things stick, I guess. But um, but actually, Nimsy, looking at your third on the page, do we speak about uh, Dylan O'Keefe? No, before, we, do we, we? we haven't chatted about this. The third step Speaking on going the early, podium. yeah. Dylan O'Keefe has flown to Europe to test a Renault TCR car. So uh, he's obviously signed up for Gary Rogers Motorsport. Um, he's and he's going to be in one of their Renaults whenever the TCR Australia season gets going. Because let's face it, that's <laughs> look, no one knows. Yeah, Again, that's possibly Bathurst. Is that? Yeah, I mean, is that? Um, Hasn't even started. No championship. Grand Prix no, I know no, that. But first. even like I would have thought flying. 
Well, he's got uh, he's got, uh, Dylan's got an ex- exemption, so he's he's allowed to uh, head off, and he's about to come back when he when the test is done. He's going to have to come back and spend fourteen days in hotel quarantine as yep. part of the measures. But uh, yeah, a decent effort there. We've had Dylan on the show after, and he's done some fantastic stuff in mm. Carrera Cup, uh, and of course the late call up at the Gold Coast last year. Remember that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Richie Stanaway got uh, binned, KO'd out of the seat. Um, yeah, well, that, was, that was interesting, wasn't it? Big Gaz benched him. Yeah. Because he didn't arrive at a uh, signing session. Yeah, he, uh, he decided to do his own thing as he yeah, used as to do. Used to do, yeah. wonder what he's doing now. Do we know what he's doing I now? I believe he's working with his father back in New Zealand at the moment. Mm. So I'm not sure what his father does. But, uh, yeah, apparently working with his dad. Hmm. There we go. Congratulations to Dylan. Well done. Uh, Should be an interesting thing. And just the mere fact that uh, the guys at Renault, because it's Gary Rogers Motorsport are part of the team that are making this into a great TCR car. And they're just like, yeah, send Dylan up here because we'd like his input. It's pretty cool. Oh, totally. I think any time an Australian goes overseas at the request of the manufacturer um, is a is an important milestone. And I think it's a big feather in his cap, a feather in GRM's cap. And uh, uh, given the fact that we aren't starting any time soon, it was a good thing for him to go over and still get some miles. Yeah, that could be the only TCR action he actually gets in 2020. Uh, that was the podium. And this is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter. And together, we are building Australia. And Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi Supercar, races this weekend. This is the driver's seat for Kubota, building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, and together we are building Australia. And Midi's Electrical, the Mobile One Midi supercar, races this weekend. Right now, let's get to this week's Bendix Brakes Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes Big Moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Yeah, no other brake pads are designed to perform like Bendix Brakes. Fit Bendix Brakes with confidence. Let's rewind the clock back to 2019. Our winner for race number 15 of the championship from Shelby Power Racing, Scott McLaughlin. The Triple Crown could be done. Yeah, so Scotty Mack last year ended the 13-year drought to become the first supercars driver to win the Triple Crown. No one had ever done it uh, since 2006, so a decent effort there. And here's the thing that I want to know, guys, because... The Triple Crown is going to be given away this, well, this round, actually, because of a change in the rules. Yeah, it's it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? I think um, you would have it there in front of you, I think, Nimsy, don't you? Because it's it's literally all it's, on the Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, pretty it's much. all on... Actually, no, no. So the original, uh, the criteria to win the Triple Crown, so since 2006, you had to win the 120, to win, the, yep. the 120K race uh, on the Saturday, the... Plus the, the Sunday the race shootout, you had mm-hmm. to be, you had to obviously get pole, pole yeah. in the shootout on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and then as you just said, yeah, and Sunday race, get the Sunday race too. But this year's event will be different because of COVID nineteen and whatnot, with the mix of soft and hard compound tyres. Um, the winning driver will, whoever wins the round, essentially will get the triple crown. It's a bit bizarre, isn't it? I don't, I don't understand. It's hard enough just to read it and understand <laughs> how they can. Yeah. Anyway, so, so essentially, like this, the round winner will get the triple crown this yeah, year. Yeah, which is not really. There's no threes. There's 
two separate qualifying for the two races and only two races with obviously mixed tyre compounds. So where's the triple in that? You know, it's either a double or a quad. Mm. Make it make a new, what, the make quad a crown. new one. Quad the crown. Quad crown. <laughs> the Darwin quad crown. The Darwin quad crown. <laughs> you know, it's uh, like sorry, I'm being a bit silly there, Nimsy. Sorry, but, mate. But, but, but um, <laughs> it's silly. I, I don't understand it. Like that that was a, a very prestigious thing to win, and now they're just extraordinary just times, blowing it out on the table. There you go. Just times. anyone can have it. Just yep. go and extraordinary times. Just don't don't conserve as much in in one of the races, so you can you know finish six 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 and six, and, and you'll still win it. And, still and you win got the triple crowd, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and that's what possibly could happen with um, regard to. Winning that, you well, know, isn't that we the may reason see they, the triple crown? To, sorry, Nimsy, they may see the triple crown go to someone that hasn't even won the race. Yeah, because isn't that the whole reason they stopped doing round winners because they wanted to? Because you could technically come P four, P four, P four, and well done, right. round winner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. totally. That's right. Which, which is kind of what we saw at SMP. Scotty Mack essentially won the round, mm. but you know, I think he, he was, only won one race. He, he only won the only first race, the night race in one and. And I it, look. I, from what I understand, the tire thing is going to, or the tire rules for this weekend is going to be um, same compound this weekend, but five sets of tires over the what we've gone into before. Essentially, six races. If you put both races into two parts, so you're going to be down at one at one point at the back end of one race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next weekend, it's going to be the hard and the soft compound. So it'll be really interesting to see if. The racing is the same as SMP one exactly two. right, and so we, it's like we've Darwin all said that two. we've all said that SMP racing was better. SMP one yes. racing was better. Obviously, a higher deg circuit. It's going to be interesting to see whether that still plays into the hands at at Hidden Valley, and whether we have really good racing. And then again, in that second Darwin, uh, we go back to the dual compounds. What in effect that does to the racing as well. But you know, it's all right for you and I as commentators and drivers and all that kind of stuff to say that we like this or we don't like that. Apparently, the crowds are loving that that dual compound thing. I mean, we do it in Formula One. The cream always rises to the top in Formula One. They have mm-hmm. they have dual compound races, but apparently the fans are loving the dual compound in supercar land. I don't like it. The drivers don't like it. The team owners don't like it, but apparently the fans do. And and the reality is, well, I, we're an entertainment sport. Fans must come number one. So if that's what the fans want, then that's what we should do. There is one exception to uh, the drivers and teams that don't like it. Brad Jones Racing seem to be absolutely loving it at the moment. Yes, <laughs> and Gary Jacobson, he says it was good too, to, to be able to get up the front and mix it with some of the front guys and, and get some glory for the sponsors. I get it. I think Rick Kelly may have said the same thing, but the overwhelming majority of drivers and team owners are like, nah. So it'll be interesting. To, it'll well, be interesting they to they see actually happens. rate the the tire allocation though. They rate the yes. the not the not compound. enough sets to put on a new set every stop. So yes. you've actually got to start mixing a few tires to make a set at some but stage. But not the compound. But not the compound. It just makes too much of a, a different difference in speed and, yeah. and people. Some people will. They'll just blow out a whole race and not even bother trying. Mm. Um, and then they'll save their two sets of softs or whatever mm. for one of the races and yeah it's, mm. it's a bit bit bizarre so we'll see as we said the biggest difference between Darwin and SMP is the tyre degradation at SMP is shocking so did that play into 
the hands of everyone, of the producers, to give it a really good race at SMP1? Well, we'll see. Mm. We'll see in Darwin this weekend. Well, either way, uh, look, it does... I don't think it, uh, it... It doesn't take anything away from uh, whoever wins the Triple Crown um, at this round because it's not like they're doing anything wrong. I mean, if someone tells you, look, you've won the Triple Crown, you've won the Triple Crown, it's like Rick Kelly's yeah. 2006 championship. There's a lot of people that go up in arms, but... Record book show. He's in the history books as exactly right. the t- 2006 champion. So, mm. and uh, who knows what people are going to think about this season in 10 years' time? Yeah, I, I mean, think, who knows? Oh, so yeah, it was a bit of a weird season, that I think, by memory, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, maybe. Yeah, remember we didn't have Sandown 500. Remember Victoria was locked in, and just imagine if, so. like, in like 30 years' time, we have like an alien invasion. Everyone's like, "Geez, wasn't it great when we just swapped tyres at SMP?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I saw a very funny meme today. It was a DeLorean with the back end of it all smashed up up and burnt up and all that kind of stuff and it said this is what happens if you set the flux capacitor to 2020 (laughs) (laughs) very very funny but yeah whatever happens at the triple crown this weekend uh, we'll keep your eye on it put your foot down with confidence Bendix Brakes that was our Bendix Brakes big moment and that wraps up another big edition of the driver's seat boys we are back live next week going to be a lot of fun so we want your calls we want your texts yeah with four weeks back to back to back to back lots to talk about yeah. There certainly will be. And as always, we do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia and Midi's Electrical offering you more. You can cheer on the Mobile One Midi Supercar in the Darwin Triple Crown. If you haven't already, make sure you get the driver's seat app. It's the best place to hear everything first. Podcasts, interviews, news. It's a must for all motorsport fans. Rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. But we'll see you next week. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal... Or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.